No Coincidences podcast. I'm Kylie. And I'm Annie. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about <laughs> opening up your throat chakra and speaking your truth. And don't worry if you don't know what a chakra is because we'll cover the very basics and you don't need to know anything. Just vibe. Yeah. Just get to know the material yeah. along with us because we are learning as well. This is very important material. This is very, <laughs> very important. And honestly, I didn't even know much of i'd heard of chakras but i didn't know really anything about them until i guess like three four months ago but now i see how they are tied to so many things so many ailments that we have so many anxieties that we have and how getting them in tune or clearing blockages is so vital yes yeah because yeah the idea of the chakra is that, well, I'll just get into the definition. How about that? Do it. The chakras are the seven wheels of energy in the body, starting from the crown of your head and down to the body, to the, down the body to the base of your spine. Chakras are commonly found, chakras are commonly thought of as energy vortices, vortexes, vortices, yeah, vortices, or spiraling wheels of energy. So if you think about it as a wheel, they're supposed to have, they're supposed to turn in a certain direction. Hmm. So, I remember I did a chakra alignment um, Mm -hmm. with like a Reiki master and they use like a pendulum to like see how your chakras are spinning. That's cool. Yeah. It's really really cool. cool. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's supposed to, if your chakra is blocked, it can either, I think it can either be circling in the wrong direction. So I guess maybe taking in more energy than it should be like, as opposed to putting out energy or creating energy for yourself okay could it possibly be releasing too much energy as well yeah maybe like not storing enough for you maybe i I guess it could also be overactive you know but if there's also if it's not moving at all it could be like super blocked yeah Yeah. um but so specifically the throat chakra this is not in order of the chakras at all but um we're just going to focus on the voice today. So the throat chakra is, it's associated with the throat, but it also includes the tongues, lips, cheek, jaw, cheeks, jaw, and ears, as well as the back and lower part of the neck and even the shoulders. So that's really interesting. I yeah. actually didn't know that. And now that you said that, I'm like, oh, my throat chakra is fucked up. <laughs> I'm always, I carry the most tension in between my shoulders I'm always popping my jaw. I told you I have, like, I've self-diagnosed TMJ. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I Yeah, I'm like, there's so many different points of that that I didn't realize were tied into that. So, hmm, good yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, but it's obviously more associated with communication and mm-hmm. um, speaking freely and confidently, speaking your truth. Um, and... I want to talk about some interesting concepts. So are you familiar with the four agreements? I'm not. Okay, so the four agreements is a really, really good, very famous, very um, probably one of the most like important spiritual books that anyone can read. Okay, I do recognize the title, but yeah. I honestly don't know. No, definitely. I, I definitely means. recommend it. Definitely. <laughs> I remember I read it and it's it's like really good food for thought because the four agreements are literally 
like if you live under these four agreements you will live a good life it's it really encompasses everything hmm. but the first and most important the first and most important okay of okay. the four agreements you have my attention are is to be impeccable with your word hmm. so and then the detailed description is speak with integrity say only what you mean avoid using the word to speak against yourself or gossip about others use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love wow that's really interesting so it's basically saying that that's basically the strongest tool at your disposal is your voice right and the power it carries yeah okay yeah Mm. and like your voice your word is literally casting spells like What's really interesting is, okay, when if you, they go into like the very deep, there's a whole, like a quarter of the book is based on this one agreement. So they go into a lot of detail, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember they said, so for example, if you gossip about someone else, the reason why it's bad is not because it's not true or because it is true. I don't know. It's more about creating a perception of others that they didn't already have. Mm-hmm. Like if you tell someone oh, I think Mr. Johnson is cheating on his wife and he's blah, blah, blah. You know? That's that a fake may, person, that by the way. May or may, yeah, it's completely made <laughs> That may or may not be true, but you are creating that reality in someone else's perception and kind of making it true for that person. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Or if you say so-and-so is, so-and-so is so toxic, they are so mean manipulative whatever like even if someone did not think that of someone else Mm -hmm. they will start thinking of that about that person now that you said it so it is true for that person right you're speaking it into existence and then also the more you say it and talk about it the more you believe it even though even though you may believe it to be true but you know the more you're convincing yourself of it then the more you're going to see it too it's also kind of the confirmation bias right Mm -hmm. like let's say you don't like someone just because you honestly just think they're more attractive than you or you think they're more successful than you so you just start talking badly about them but then you start to say that and then you start to to see that because your brain is going to look for things that confirm what you believe or what you say and then like you said other people are going to believe that too and likewise look for things that confirm that and then wow it's just like this like, okay, horrible I, cycle yes like your perception of others is a reflection of you mm-hmm it's that's what that means yeah and um and then you also have to be careful what you say about yourself as well because it's just as powerful like you are creating truths yeah you are not like they're not just words they're not just thoughts like you Mm -hmm. are creating you are making that true Mm -hmm. every time you think i'm not smart i can't do that i'm not athletic i'm not this you are making Mm -hmm. that true Mm -hmm. it's it's so amazing once you just tell yourself, like, no, that's just a story that I made up about myself. Right. It's not true. You it's know? actually like a psychology term, uh, personal fable. So it's basically like you walk into the cafeteria and you think, oh, my God, everyone's looking at me. It's the story you're telling yourself that's not actually true. Yep. It's, just, it's just the narrative you've made up in your head, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So I think all of that is included in the throat chakra. Um with you know the power of your words and then also let's go in more to like speaking freely okay Mm -hmm. so 
there's this concept of light language. Have you heard of it? No. You said it the other day. Yes. And you said you were going to save it for this episode, so I'm excited. So, like, yes or no, whenever you use any, like, human language, there's going to be things lost in translation. Yes. Even if it's not, like, from language to language, there's right. going to be lot things lost in translation from this brain to that brain. Yes, absolutely. It's not... Because we're not speaking directly, we're mm-hmm. using like man-made words right. that are somewhat limited to convey those yeah. ideas. And everyone has a different definition or understanding of every single different word. Yeah. So everything could mean something different to everyone. We are yeah. not communicating directly when we use language. Like Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I mean, everything that we call things, we've just agreed to call them that, right? So we've just agreed to call this a table. That's right. But you know, you obviously call it something else in a different language because that culture, that society has agreed to call it that. It's so strange. Yeah, and we don't have words for some things. Yeah. Some languages languages, have words for feelings that we don't know how to describe in Mm -hmm. our culture. Mm -hmm. That's right, there is enough example that like, there's so much more that we can understand than than we can actually like convey yeah so that's why light language is so amazing because what light language is is it's direct communication from the soul that surpasses language Mm -hmm. so if you hear light language it might look like gibberish um it's okay actually a lot of people call it speaking in tongues that's also okay another thing it's it's basically the same thing yeah but what you have to remember is that what makes it light language is tapping into a certain frequency, tapping into the light and conveying it through you. Mm-hmm. So you could just be saying gibberish. It doesn't make it light language, you know? Okay. Like what makes it light language is the feelings and the ideas that you are getting across. And like the other person should feel that too if it truly is light okay. language. Like they have light language in music. Okay. It sounds like a different language. It's not a real language per mm-hmm. se, but... I mean, half the time I can't even understand what people are saying in songs, but it speaks to my soul, right? (laughs) Dude, it does. This music will, like, make... It makes me feel tingly. Yeah. It's very interesting. I know it definitely does something. And people... Yeah, people think that it truly does, like, activate certain things within you that can't... Again, it can't be done with words. I totally agree. Music evokes certain feelings in me that I can't even put into words. It just creates this sometimes sense of otherworldliness that if I tried to tell someone about I honestly couldn't I couldn't come up with words in the English language to put together that would make you feel the same way I feel based on the song yeah but that's so if we were to type into tap into our light language Mm -hmm. um you can do like a light language light language activation um Mm. which involves completely clearing your throat chakra and just letting it all come through and it feels so unnatural, people. I've never done it before, but... It sounds amazing. I yeah. want to do that. There's this... Um, Where can we do that? There's this YouTuber called, like, Sky's Story. Her name is Sky. I'll have to, like... We can, like, put a link or something in the description. But sure. her name is Sky, and she basically goes to different, like, healers or spiritual, like, practitioners and um, kind of shadows them or, like, experiences whatever mm-hmm. experience they offer. And every single time this girl has such profound experiences it is amazing like you feel it watching the video it is Mm -hmm. insane i watched her light activation light language activation video 
that's why that is literally why i wanted to talk about this because it was so powerful Mm -hmm. she was just like letting out years and years and years of pent up like emotions and energy it was insane that is amazing yeah basically just i would venture to say generations of trauma probably yeah wow that kind of um i think i've mentioned this to you before it makes me think of i've never taken one of these classes but it's called a breathwork class Mm -hmm. where i guess it's just really deep breathing i think it's kundalini style of breathing and everyone i've heard of i listen to a bunch of podcasters from la and they've all gone to these classes and every time they talk about it they say you just end up sobbing or screaming because it's just clearing all the stuff out of you basically and i really want to try that right because the concept of kundalini is that it goes through all of your chakras right like i don't know exactly it's that a would serpent. make sense. Yeah, the kundalini is a serpent that goes up your spine and connects. I think it flows through, it flows energy through all the chakras. So, yeah, awesome. probably a very in- intense, like, release experience. I really want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to do the light language thing, too, that sounds. But it's, you, you have to, I'm sure so many people would think you're crazy. Right. And, okay, and there's this, there's this sorry, you go ahead. No, it's okay, I was going to say, so when you're watching this video, the person doing it are they literally just making sounds that you can't understand are they just speaking gibberish basically Dude, i felt it though i yeah. you can't understand it per se but mm-hmm. you feel it that makes sense which is basically the yeah, point of it right <laughs> exactly it's really really cool like it's okay can you tell the story that you were gonna tell me about like the clearing your throat and stuff and like clearing so we yeah. okay so, so we're gonna talk about clearing mm-hmm throat chakra blockages Mm -hmm. because that is how you access this higher level of communication right Mm -hmm. and like everyone has blockages that come from insecurities anxiety um just hesitancy to get Mm -hmm. your word out there for fear of judgment like all kinds of things can block your throat chakra like so yeah tell tell me your story of like how do you think you're like, how do you think your blockage came to be? Okay. And then what was your experience clearing it? Okay. Well, I've always thought, and you know, this is something I'm still working on. I've always thought that people don't care about what I have to say unless they ask. And even even if they ask, sometimes I'm like, oh, they don't really care what I have to say. I've always thought that. And I've always just been quiet. And then I've always just been someone who's just quiet anyways I'm just an introvert I'm just thinking lots of thoughts I'm just processing I'm absorbing I'm just watching the world go by basically although I heard the saying one time that I love the quietest people have the loudest minds and I totally think that's true true. yeah and that yeah that's still something I'm working on I I don't know why or where this came from but I still struggle to think that my words have value that what I have to say carries weight with other people I don't know why I don't know where that came from honestly um but for as long as I can remember I felt that way and I started therapy when was it September 2020 and um ended like last year September so I was in therapy for a year and something my therapist noticed that I had never noticed is specifically when I was talking about traumatic events that I would start clearing my throat I would you know and that still happens sometimes when I talk about traumatic events, although it's way better. Um, 
and I had never noticed that. I never put that together. Although I think part of the reason I hadn't noticed it is because I hadn't really talked about my traumas to anyone. Um, so then when I finally started pushing myself to talk about them, then of course that thing came up like clearing my throat, which I literally feel like was anxiety, years of self-doubt and all of that just manifesting in my throat, just like literally blocking my words from coming out. And I think that because I thought my words didn't carry any weight that it literally made that happen. You know, I was literally, there was literally a block there because I had put it on myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And so when I finally started to try and say the words, my mind was still subconsciously like, no, don't say it, don't do it, is what I felt like was happening. Yeah. But then when he pointed that out, I started to be aware of it. And then the way I combated that was basically just talking about my traumas. And so I started sharing with other people things that had happened to me. I won't go into detail, but yeah, I just started telling different people, people that I'd always been, I mean, I was just afraid to share with anybody, but especially people that I had always wanted to tell, but didn't for whatever reason. Um, So yeah, oh my gosh, I'm like crying. Um, But yeah, then when I finally started telling these people is when it, started getting better so it's really powerful yeah because it's not meant to stay inside like you're meant to alchemize it you're meant to let it out and work through it with other people yeah yeah and since then I've felt so much better about myself and felt better about sharing things (laughs) thank you I love you yeah I've just felt better about just being authentic I guess because I think that was the other thing too was I was just pretending to be someone I wasn't and I was just always conforming to what I thought other people wanted me to be and that definitely manifested in my words I I'd never felt like someone who would act a different way to fit in but I would just not say things you know I would just yeah. kind of like fade into the background yeah and just kind of be there and then I also realized recently that I definitely have a fear of rejection so and I just want to be liked by everybody which now I'm like, why? I'm yeah. like, who cares? Yeah. I, I'm definitely getting to the point where I'm like, why? Why do I want everyone to like me? I don't. I don't even like everybody. I know. You know? <laughs> so. I don't, I don't care yeah. about anyone's opinion that I don't personally like. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, now I'm at a point where I know there are other people, like that friend I was recently telling you about who, it's funny, like, I'm the villain in their story, which... I would have never thought of myself as being the villain in someone's story, but now I am. And I'm like, well, that's fine. <laughs> if that's let the way they choose to believe that. Me, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, huh. and see, even now I feel so much better saying that. And I hope that us talking about this can empower you listeners to share. And so tell me about how you feel that your chakra is blocked, your throat chakra is blocked or how you've combated that. I mean, I think it's very similar to, like, the beliefs that you had that blocked Mm -hmm. it. Like, I'm sure mine are very similar for sure. Um, Just that, that no, yeah, no one wants to hear what I have to say. No one cares. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I was bullied growing up. Mm -hmm. My family also tends to tease a lot. And I never really understood that as a child. So I was usually pretty shy and quiet. Um, And honestly, my funny story related to the throat chakra... um, when I was in in college doing the boxing mm-hmm. and I was um, 
captain my my junior year my first year of being captain I was like not super confident in it Mm -hmm. I did not feel like I should be there I was like I don't like if I'm really lucky to be here but like trying to earn my place like I didn't yeah I didn't think I was worthy of that like position and um so we would be our like the club was huge like it had over 100 people um so we would have practices with about 100 people in a gym a huge gym right Mm -hmm. and all the captains would be like lined up facing everyone Mm -hmm. and we would have to like we would take turns like calling out stuff or like instruct calling out instructions or all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and every single time when it was my turn I dreaded it so much because everyone would yell out louder we can't hear you and I'd just be like and I would try to yell louder, but I would just, like, not actually, like, want to. And so I wouldn't. Sure, yeah. So, like, it yeah. just never got louder. Like, uh-huh. it was so embarrassing <laughs> to, to have to be a coach and be not even loud enough for people to hear you. I mainly, I mainly thrived with the one-on-one interactions where I would go up to people and be like, hey, so this is what you do. Sure. But never, never in front of the group because people couldn't hear shit, which is so bad. And... I think it got slightly better my senior year, but it's still definitely something that I struggle with. And Mm -hmm. like just public speaking in general. I also remember, oh my gosh, I had to do a panel um, for this like immigration class that I took. And we did a panel because we took a trip to the U.S.-Mexico border and we had all of these experiences firsthand and we had also taken the cl- the whole semester class so we did a panel at this like human rights thing where there were all these like adults and like legit people there so it was really intimidating awesome. it was super intimidating, well, of intimidating but yes <laughs> and i don't think i was prepared enough or mm-hmm. i don't know i was just really nervous i could not get the words out and it was painful dude mm-hmm. i feel bad for anyone that had to watch that dude it was so bad because I was like shaking so fast. I was like, I like, and then I was shaking so hard that like my throat just got like blocked up and I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't speak without being like super shaky. Like mm-hmm. my voice would not come out right no matter how hard I tried. Mm-hmm. And it was just so painful getting through that 10 minutes or whatever it was, my turn that I was speaking. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And so I remember, oh I, I, yeah, that was so bad. So I told my mom afterwards, I was like, mom, I don't get it. Like, I really cannot. I can't do public speaking. Like, Mm -hmm. I, it's, I can't. And so she was like, honestly, I struggle a lot with public speaking too. So why don't we do a, like a little class together or whatever mm-hmm. we actually like went went to a legit executive you speaking told me this, which i'm so jealous of it sounds awesome it was actually incredible like i bet it was in minneapolis we traveled mm-hmm. to minneapolis to do this um it was like all day for like three days um an executive speaking conference seminar something like that yeah mm-hmm. seminar because it was small it was like 15 people mm-hmm. and they were all super successful like like c-suite people like i don't know what that means but that like ceo CFO, oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. yeah <laughs> sure so they were like mm-hmm. very very accomplished um and smart and but they would get up there some of these people would be so smart like you would talk to them mm-hmm. like this and you'd be like oh my god was so impressive and then yeah. they get up there the way that they stand and mm-hmm. the way that their voice sounds, their present, they, it just makes them, it takes away from what they're saying and you can tell that they're not confident. You can just see it. Yeah. 
and like it's crazy how much of that is communicated through your voice Mm -hmm. and it's crazy how much as soon as you get up in front of a group of people like you just shrink and like shrink into yourself and you don't want to say anything you literally yeah just retreat into yourself your body says it everything yeah says it and yeah it's just a a mental block really where it like where does that like it's fear Mm -hmm. it's fear of judgment and fear yeah I think it's mainly fear of judgment honestly yeah I guess so and it's strange to me I don't know what sets people apart who are just naturally great speakers and people who aren't like what's the difference is it the genetics or the way they were raised I don't know I think it's a little bit of both but I do think that the people that had parents that encouraged them to speak their mind are Mm -hmm. definitely going to be the people that yeah you know yeah that's true it's interesting because my mom's a public speaker and she's so good at it and me and my brother are like no don't let us public speak it's really funny but that's so funny yeah I'm terrible at public speaking I have avoided it all the time i mean if i really set my mind to it or if i'm speaking about something that i'm knowledgeable about then i feel okay i guess it's when i like in speech class in college i just wouldn't prepare i was always i mean i'm still a procrastinator so i just wouldn't prepare until the night before then i would be so nervous but of course because i didn't actually prepare or didn't feel confident about what i was speaking on so it also kind of was a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way dude yeah i Okay, kind of related, but kind of not. I remember in high school and middle school, actually, I would always want to run for, like, class president. Mm -hmm. I ran for class president, like, four times. (laughs) I got it once. So, um, Or I was actually student body president of my middle school, so. Oh, my gosh. Royalty, right? Yes, seriously. So, uh, and I actually was able to win us back the privilege of sitting outside for lunch, the eighth graders, so wow big stuff but then someone threw oh a carrot gosh, do they have a picture in your in the hall like <laughs> well Sorry. not for that but yes <laughs> um but then this one girl threw a carrot at someone walking by it and we yeah we had to get our privileges take it taken away which is why i had to campaign for it for the whole year oh my gosh <laughs> because of a carrot yeah a carrot <laughs> so dumb that's catholic school i was, for you. was catholic school yeah. yeah um i forgot what i was saying was I, what was I just saying? Oh, student body president yeah. and all that stuff. I would like, I don't know why I would always run for it. I don't think I ever really pictured myself doing the job. Mm-hmm. But I think I was just like, this is something good. This is something great. And I should try it. And I should just do yeah. it. And dude, in, in, in middle school, my speech was pretty good. Like I had all this stuff that I actually wanted to get done. And I won like by a landslide apparently. Ooh. And, <laughs> and, but then I got to high school and I like did not read the vibe and I approached it really weirdly and I was not confident at all. Mm-hmm. I would say, mo- like, I ran t- t- twice for like stuff where I would have to say a speech in high school. Mm-hmm. I won once, but like, what I like, no, I ran three times for things. Mm-hmm. Like, I won for one thing, but like the other two times, Actually, all three times probably, like, I was probably, I probably seemed so, <laughs> like, out of touch and <laughs> nervous and I don't know. Like, maybe I won because there was, n- like, actually no other candidates or something. <laughs> I don't know. But I remember, like, putting myself out there because I just wanted to challenge myself. 
Yeah, and that's awesome. I think that really paid off because mm-hmm. like I I just remember my senior year of high school, like even though things had not happened the way that I planned for them to happen, like I accomplished everything I set out to accomplish and like I graduated my senior year like on top of the fucking world. Yeah. And like thinking back to how I actually got there, it was because I was fucking getting in front of the class and embarrassing myself and mm-hmm. putting myself out there and all that stuff even though I probably seemed dumb, so. (laughs) I mean, you probably just felt like that, although I'm sure there were other kids, maybe they were even like, yeah, I bet even if those kids were poking fun at you, they were thinking to themselves, wow, I could never do that, you know? I feel like half the time kids are mean, it's because you're embodying something they want or wish they could embody. That's true. You know, because they see someone with confidence and they feel insecure, and so they want to try and tear you down bring you to their level that is bullying at its essence so for sure okay so have you ever heard of the globus sensation (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) it's a real thing which i i don't even know what that sounds like tell me it's a real word i swear i only know this because i had it and i had to look up what it was so what it is is it's a physical manifestation of anxiety that makes your throat feel really tight and like i i hate it there's nothing you can do about it that's exactly what i was describing yeah that's exactly that feeling when i'm like have to clear my throat that's what it feels like feels like I'm almost being choked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like being choked from the inside, if that makes sense. Like yes, my larynx is exactly. being constricted, not that my throat is being constricted. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so you have the globus sensation, or you've had it. Yeah, it sounds it's, like it. It's a real thing, and it's crazy how physical the anxiety can get. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't get any more obvious than that. Yeah. <laughs> that's... <laughs> I'm sorry, that's such a funny word. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's hard to, I don't know, to try and clear that or get past that, especially when you feel it. I don't know. It's, it's one of those things that you just have to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah, so no. you just have to do it. Yeah. Because the only way to get over it is to speak mm-hmm. your truth and... Yeah, you're not going to get anywhere by thinking shit. Like, in order to clear your blockages in your throat, you have to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's it's hard because when you realize that it's manifesting in certain ways, maybe even specifically like the globus sensation, then you know what you have to do, but your mind and your body is telling you no. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's fighting against you. That's what's hard. Like, that's what I remember when I started trying to talk and say things. It was just, like, a constant internal battle. Literally, my body being like, no, stop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I relate to that so much, dude. Mm -hmm. Yep. And actually, the video that I was talking about with that girl, Sky, Mm -hmm. when she was activating her light language, she started coughing, like, a lot. She was, like, like, hacking up shit. Mm -hmm because it was like trying to get all of it out so that she could just let her light language go that's awesome it was really cool i really want to do that yeah i don't know where we could do that but we'll have to look into that oh my gosh okay and i'm just gonna tell this story because this is wild so this girl 
her name is Heather, I think. Um, her her channel is called Activation Vibration on mm-hmm. YouTube, and she's amazing, dude. Like, I feel like I, I don't know, I know her from somewhere. She's like, mm. she is important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> she has this story that she actually told on Sky's channel that. She, when she, whenever she was in India, she was traveling by herself to go to a retreat, I think, and she got picked up by a cab, and they had already been driving, like, two hours to some place that she thought was her destination, but it wasn't, and then he goes, oh, by the way, like, like they were already two hours in when he informs her, by the way, I'm not taking you to your destination, I'm taking you to attack you, basically. He told yeah. her. Yeah, and so, oh, right. So this is what she does. She says, like, she literally just sat in silence for a couple of seconds in, like, meditation. And, like, um, after, after a couple seconds of gathering herself, she literally started speaking light language directly to him, like, looking at him in the rearview mirror. And she actually did it again, like, in the video. It's amazing. It, it is powerful. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that, I would be scared by that, too. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, he, and so after she did the light language to him in a very, like, stern way... He was like, fine, have it your way, and drove and turned around and drove two hours back to the airport. What? She's brave for staying in the car. I would have gotten the fuck out of there, but was it something she had practiced before or exercised before, or was it just something that activated in that moment? That I don't know. But either way, like, if you're tapping into it in such an extreme, like, dire moment, mm-hmm. that is so powerful. No better time to do it. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. It is so scary, but... But she saved herself. Exactly, because she communicated directly to his fucking soul, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It's scary. It's creepy. But I think we all have that power within us. I really do. No, I think so, too. And there's definitely people that you meet. I feel like you and I kind of have that connection where sometimes we're just, like, going, like, uh, 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 you know what I mean? And we're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know what you mean. And <laughs> we mm-hmm. don't even necessarily have to say exactly what we mean, but we... We can tell. Yes. And there's definitely other people I've encountered that there's kind of that. I don't think it's a light language per se, but it's just, you just have that connection with people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Almost like, yeah, I guess from soul to soul. I think it's interesting too, because I definitely personally have picked people, friendships, romantic relationships that have, it's again, confirmation bias, which I, if you don't know what that is, confirmation bias is when you believe something and then you literally like look for things in your life that confirm what you already believe subconsciously subconsciously yes um yeah so when i believed that what i had to say didn't have any value that no one wanted to listen to me i of course chose people that didn't want to listen to what i had to say that were just Mm -hmm. very self-absorbed and just used me to listen um but i recognized that i subconsciously chose those people and again that's another cycle i'm breaking out of but yeah if you feel stuck if you feel like you can't speak your mind and the people around you don't want to hear what you have to say then maybe part of it of course is you needing to feel confident in what you have to say but it's also maybe shift who you spend your time with yeah because sometimes it could be a combination of both definitely yeah oh what i was gonna say mm-hmm. is doing this podcast has been a yeah. really great way to clear the throat chakra i totally agree i think it's literally what we both needed on mm-hmm. our journey to propel us to our next step because 
we did we need we needed to get our truth out we needed to like remind ourselves that our voice matters and that we matter and that we're smart and that people actually want to listen to us Uh and that we have meaningful important things to say yeah because you can Right, because for the longest time, I told myself, oh, my God, I would love to have a podcast. That would be so cool. Dude. But I'm like, what the, what the hell would I even talk about? Who yeah. would want to listen to me? Mm-hmm. I would just tell myself that. And uh, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's a story that you're telling yourself, and it's yeah. not fucking true. Yeah, especially now that we've started doing it, it feels so powerful. It does. Like, we've really just transcended, ascended so fast just by saying, like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. You know? And I definitely think um, I couldn't have done it without you. Same. Like, definitely not. Because, yeah, I had thought about doing one on my own, but I would have doubted myself at every turn and I would have never finished it if I tried to start it on my own. I really do think that we need each other. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's been amazing because I've never felt more motivated and I've never felt like free of doubt like this. It's crazy. (laughs) And And if it were just my hobby, you're right, I would probably not like... Oh, yeah. Probably do, like, one episode, maybe, and then never do it again or something. Right, yeah, and then just take it down eventually, right, or something. It's almost like because this podcast, like, the concept, we have the same vision. It Mm -hmm. it literally lives, like, in us, and, like, it's, it's like, a confirmation every time I talk to you, Mm -hmm. like, that it's real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we know, we see it, and that's all that matters, you Mm -hmm. know, that we can share that vision and we can keep motivating each other. By the way, okay, I don't know if we have, like, too many things to talk about, but I do think it's really important to, like, um, if you're, okay, what am, okay, in terms of clearing your throat chakra, mm-hmm. or any chakra, or whatever mm-hmm. you are trying to accomplish, the universe will do the hard part. Like, as mm-hmm. soon as you make that initiative, right? like, the universe will meet you there. I mm-hmm. that's that's what I've experienced. I feel like you literally just have to do like ten or twenty percent, and then the universe will do the rest. I agree. I really do think you just have to clear the doubt. You just have to trust in yourself and in the universe, because if you're just caught in this pit or the spiral of overthinking, you're just gonna talk yourself out of it. And then at the same time, you're probably talking the universe out of it. Mm-hmm. The universe is like, okay, well, she's not ready, you know. <laughs> Which is fine. You know, maybe you're not. Maybe you need to work through some things. But yeah, as soon as you decide, hey, I'm going to try. Hey, I'm going to show you. Like, hey, it's me. I'm ready. Yeah. Then boom. Boom. There it is. Whoop, yep. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it works. And it's amazing. Yeah. And we've definitely experienced that since we decided to go for it. And it's been awesome. But that is also like related to what we were talking about in the last episode. It has to be in flow. Mm-hmm. Or else it's not really going to work the same way because right. it, it if the whole way is resistance, like yeah. that's not, it's not just not going to work. Like you have yeah. to do things that make your heart feel good, that make your gut feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, the person doing my human design reading told me that I should pursue things that feel yummy to me. <laughs> I so, love that. Yeah. <laughs> does this feel yummy? It does. Does it feel like a snack? Okay. Good. It really is a <laughs> delicious snack. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing yeah i forgot what i was gonna say now um yeah that's why i also think there was there's a reason for everything so i think there was a reason why we because of all these other circumstances didn't have an episode for like a month right Mm -hmm. i i know personally i definitely had to clear out a bunch of stuff and now it's clear and i feel so much better 
Um, so I think, yeah, the universe will give you nudges and then it, I don't know, it'll meet you there, but then it's also, if you have more things to clear out, it's going to assault you with those things also. And you're going to, if you're ready and willing, have quick healing. Right. Because it's, it's, I experienced this what a week ago Mm -hmm. where i felt like it was just like boom 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 Mm -hmm. why is everything happening all at the same time like what what is happening yeah but then i really i realized like in the moment this is like i already know i'm on a higher journey right now right so i'm aware that this stuff happening to me is not because i'm doing something bad like it's literally for me right it's for me to heal Mm -hmm. and i should see it as a gift i should see these negative situations as a gift from the universe because Mm -hmm. i'm healing and learning things so fast absolutely yeah and if we hadn't have taken the step to start the podcast maybe it would have taken us five more years before we healed all the stuff mm-hmm. that we've healed very rapidly i also think the moldavite helped true get yourself some moldavite yeah it's freaking amazing <laughs> and maybe if some, you're ready for some really life-altering changes i i also highly recommend getting some libyan desert glass to go with your moldavite i really need to get me some of that too because it evens it out the moldavite is the more masculine energy and then the libyan okay. is more oh by the way i really want to do an episode about like feminine divine feminine and stuff but yes Hot take, I kind of want to stop using gendered terms for spirituality because I feel like it's not really purposeful. Like a lot of people are using this divine feminine archetype and I think it's great, like, but it's not really... For 2022, Mm -hmm. um, for where we are in society, I don't think it's useful, the terminology. I think what's better terminology is yin and yang. I like that because that is what it's about. It's about, because we all have divine feminine and divine masculine energy in us. Right. And it's about the perfect balance of the two. Mm -hmm. Because they both exist within us no matter what. And usually we are out of balance one way or the other. And so, yes, it is basically about achieving yin and yang, the perfect balance of both. So I do like that a lot better. Caleb, it was actually Caleb because I started talking about the divine feminine because I was like, he was telling me something and I was like, dude, that's your divine feminine. He was like, why do we have to use gendered terms? Like, that makes no sense. I feel like that's not helpful for people because they're immediately going to like associate that with yeah. girls or boys, you know? No, it's I totally not... agree. And possibly then positive or negative. Like, yeah. oh, well, I don't want to seem feminine. Right. I don't want to exactly. seem masculine. Exactly. And that's really not what it's about at all. Yeah. And then, of course, we're in a different day and age where there's plenty of people who are non-binary, so right feminine masculine neither of those apply to them so so yes yin and yang yes what we will refer to it as from now on i can't wait to talk about all of that stuff though and i can't wait for Mm -hmm. all of our next topics and if anyone that is listening right now has a topic that they want to hear yeah let us know yeah you can dm us on instagram email us send us on tiktok yeah uh do you have anything else you want to talk about um i'm good i think okay. i don't know do we like have a good do we wrap it up <laughs> um i mean i can say all like the closing stuff sure okay um i linked in the show notes you can follow us on instagram tiktok you can email us i won't say all the long no coincidences podcast because it goes on forever so we'll link it all in the show notes mm-hmm. uh we are also available to watch on youtube now if you prefer video format uh so we'll link that in the show notes as well we are on Apple and Spotify, and if you want to support us, you can leave us a review. Um, 
actually Spotify just uh, started reviews. Cool. Yeah. So Spotify, you can leave us a review and Apple. Uh, Spotify, it's only stars. There's no writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Apple Podcasts, it's stars and writing. But either platform, whichever you prefer, if you could leave us a review, that would help us greatly. That's how we will start showing up in search results, get more listeners. Mm-hmm. And then if you want access to bonus content or want to support us even more, you can visit us at Patreon. Uh, we have one tier right now. And we have some, or we're about to put some bonus content on there, um, our unreleased first episode. And um, I think we're going to start like a reading watch list and we'll probably have some episodes about TV and stuff that's not even necessarily related to spirituality, but it'll be Mm -hmm. a blast. So that will all be linked in the show notes. And it was so fun talking to you, Annie, and to you all listeners from the ether. (laughs) Yay. Bye. Bye.